Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Soul Velocity and I'm your host Snehal Singh. We are doing series on the Shakti Awakening and uh, to be very honest guys, I want to start with gratitude because the book is doing amazingly well and it is reaching the masses that we intended it to reach. So thank you, thank you, thank you for making this work and happen for us. Um, <clears throat> Shakti Awakening is a book all about stepping into your own power. It is not about comparison. It is not about uh, we are better than the others. It is just saying that we know who we are, we accept who we are, and we are ready to step into who we think we are and the light of our own self. And that is what Shakti Awakening is about. It is about owning our power. And uh, today I have one of those Shaktis with me, Michelle Mehta. So Michelle, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And uh, guys, I met Michelle through another book, which we did together. We both were co-authors. It was published by uh, Isdihar. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Uh, and that's how we met. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you collaborate and you just connect, you never know where that connection is going. So this is definitely one of those connections where we instantly connected and uh, we, are, we, we are now doing second book together. So Michelle, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Why don't you go ahead and tell a little bit more about who you are and uh, you know what you do? Yeah. Absolutely. First of all, I'd like to say thank you to you for having me on this project. Um, I am a teen confidence coach. I work with teenagers and that's been my profession. And my journey with Snehal started with obviously the book, Yes, I Can, uh, with 22 other authors. We were one of the 22 that did this book. And one day Snehal says, hey, I'm looking for global Indian women. And I like shyly raised my hand on Facebook and <laughs> said, maybe me. <laughs> and I used that emotion with uh, emoji with this girl raising her hand. And I thought, you know, um, I don't know what she's gonna offer. Let me just go with it. And instantaneously we connected. And I just thought this was where I needed to be because I've been working on owning my Shakti owning my persona as a woman, owning my being as Michelle Mehta. And I feel like this was a perfect project for me to just dive in and no questions asked. So thank you so much for letting me be here. Wow, beautiful. Wow. Beautifully yeah. said, Michelle. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. So how did your journey start? How did you, you know, end up being a coach or everything that you do today, which is in relation to helping. And while you're discovering yourself, you're also helping others discover themselves. So how did this yeah. happen? So I'm not going to talk too much about it because my Shakti chapter is actually about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so not too much. I just want to say that I knew there was something missing in my life. I always had a passion of helping people. I was always that one person that would put people together as a matchmaker. I was always that one person that would solve people's problems. I was that one friend that people came to me and said, Michelle, I'm going through life, help me. Or I like this person, I don't know how to tell that person, I like this, you know, I like you. I said, it's so simple. In my mind, it was super simple. In their mind, it was a gigantic mountain. It was a whole system that they had were going through and for me it was just like one two three go one two three go and so by this journey I realized that you know there I didn't even know there's a career called coaching 
I didn't even know this was a thing. And I just said, took the leap of faith. And I said, I'm going to take this class, see what's up, what's it about, and go from there. And it was literally the missing puzzle piece of my life. And when I found out that I can get paid for my favorite hobbies, I said, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely agree with that part. And also the missing piece part, you know, sometimes when you just know that something isn't right, I'm happy. I am exploring yeah. my life. I'm enjoying my life. But there is that, that part of us which says, no, there is more to who you are. There is more, yes. to, uh, you know, and there is a bigger picture, which we are, yes. we want to see, but it's just not clear. And, you know, that missing piece just adds that. So, I'm yeah. pretty sure, Michelle, the journey has not been easy. And we are talking about a, a snippet. You're not really talking about the entire life, but you're definitely talking about a snippet of your life where, um, you know, there have been challenges and, uh, you know, unexpected turns. And life is this. It, it will always throw in challenges. It, it, it's going to be unexpected. It's going to be ups and downs. Ups are generally enjoyable. It's the downs that, you know, we talk about most. Yeah. So what keeps you going no matter what? What's your shop? So in my, yeah, in my life, I just thought, you know, as soon as I found that missing puzzle piece of the coaching world, and I just realized that my peers in my classes were having a hard time understanding this concept, the concepts of what coaching can be, the different types of models. And here I was just owning it, just being it and excelled in it over and over and over again. And that's when I thought, you know, you know, when they say that, you know, your passion, when you are working, you know, it doesn't seem like work when you're working your passion, when you're doing your passion. So, uh, sorry, my mom. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's just been this whole process of being true to myself, being true to what I want in my life. It's not about what other people think. It's not about it's not about, oh, you know, it's taking that path less traveled and owning that path. And I am a first generation American. I'm the first born, born in my family as a girl, which was a taboo back in the 80s. You're going to raise a girl outside of India? Are you mad? That's what my parents got. That was the feedback that my parents got. And here I am. And I have an American name, Michelle Mehta, Indian last name. So it's like, this whole fitting in aspect of it. And when I said, I'm going to be a coach and I made that announcement, I'm a full-time coach. People are like, how are you going to make money? Is it sustainable? And I said, you know what? I don't care if it's sustainable or not. My ultimate happiness is what matters because my ultimate happiness is what's going to bring me forward. It doesn't have to be about the six figures right away. They're like, you know, oh, you won't find the right man because you're not making it. I'm like, it's not about the money. It's about <laughs> my inside out passion. It's my inside out being. It's my own honesty with myself, you know, and thank goodness, knock on wood for a grateful parent, uh, parents that support me, a family that supports me. You know, they, they support me with love and then they unsupport me with their words. So it's that balance, right? <laughs> it's, that whole, it's that whole balance of like, we support you because we provide you with the roof and the food and, you know, the things. And then we also disagree. We're not supporting you right now because of the fact that we don't understand how you're going to make money. And I've only been a coach for a few years now. And I feel like I've done leaps and bounds with my journey. And people are amazed that all of a sudden, like I'm showing up on TV. I've been on the cover of a magazine. 
This is my second book I'm co-authoring. And I've only done that in the span of one year. I one love year. that. Love, love, Actually, love the year that. hasn't even over yet. <laughs> the year hasn't been over yet. This has been my 2020 journey. Journey of COVID, journey of coronavirus, journey of the lockdown, journey of the pandemic. And I feel like I am putting my stake in the ground, letting people know that Michelle Mehta is a thing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that, that you definitely are. Michelle, I love the way you said it, you know, because it's, it's the balance of the support and still not having the support. It is about, you know, yeah. finding yourself in the midst of that because you, you can't even complain and you can't even appreciate, you know, it's that phase where you're like, I yeah. want to be appreciative. I want to say that I have everything, but at times, you know, that support, like, you know, the words or just saying that you'll get there. Don't worry. You know, it's, it's hard right now. Business is hard, but it'll, yeah. it'll happen. So when all of this is happening okay um yeah. and being in the field of helping others how do you manage your self and when i say manage uh, i'm talking about you know keeping that emotional balance keeping yourself up because we are expected to have everything figured out as per everybody else we're supposed to have the most perfect life and a six-figure income and uh, the best of life so that talking to the clients and maintaining the face, especially because of the being the public figure aspect and having a personal life where we have our own challenges, you know, the moments when we are broken and, uh, you know, we just want to yell and cry out and, you know, feel all those emotions, which um, are considered taboo at times. So how, how do you, you know, is there an affirmation? Is there something that you say to yourself, something that gets you in the mood? What do you do? Well, thank God life coaches know life coaches, right? So yes. I have a call with my life coach every single week. I kid you not. One week is in a group session. One week is one-on-one. -on -one. And sure enough, I feel like, you know what? Life is great. I have nothing to complain about. And then one thing, someone will say something and I'm like, I'm not going to work on it. I'm going to have my life coach deal with it. I've been with my life coach since October of 2017. He's been in my life since then, not because I was broken, not because something was wrong with me, because I wanted to up-level my life. I wanted to be incongruent with my mind and my heart. I wanted to be congruent with my being, with like everything, my heart, like heart, body, mind, soul, every aspect of myself, I wanted it to be congruent. And so hence life coaches have life coaches. And I am proud to say that I have one of the best relationships in my life coach who understands me, who supports me, who also yells at me sometimes so I do something crazy. <laughs> and we do <laughs> need that at times. <laughs> and the accountability of taking me to the next level. So yeah, with moments, you know, I've been doing these Facebook lives for a very, very long time. I was consistent from July of 2017, even up to March 2020, like every single weekend was showing up and I missed one. And I felt so bad. I was like, I can't believe I missed one. And that was last year. And I took eight weeks off. As soon as the pandemic hit, I just took eight weeks off of social media from myself of showing. I would still show up, but I would never do a Facebook Live. And at that point, I needed to figure out where am I going? Because a lot of things that happened in a short period of time, I had published a book, I'd been on the cover of a magazine. All of these things had happened so quickly. And the pandemic hit. So I just needed to take self off. And I told my coach, I said, I'm okay with me. I don't miss anything. And I had 
three people tell me, you need to start showing up again. I'm like, you have all this publicity, use it to your advantage. And I said, okay. And so I've been going back and forth and doing it. And I knew that this book launch was coming. So last Friday I didn't show up. So that consistency is still now it's a work in progress that used to be so perfect mm -hmm. is now a work in progress because I'm aware of, again, my mental energy, my emotional energy. And just by that awareness, I'm allowing myself to really be true to who I am. And I know that people who are going to follow me are going to follow me no matter what. And people who are not going to follow me are also not going to follow me. I can't sit here and please every single person on the planet. There are people dying and living every single day. There are people in war-torn countries. There are people that I will never be able to see. I will never be able to touch just because our media will not allow us to go there. And so I can only take care of the people that are right in front of me. And as long as I'm physically safe, everything around me is physically safe. So true. there's my rant. <laughs> True, 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 100% because uh, we cannot please everyone and then we can't even, I think it, it's a myth to think that everybody's going to be in love with me and everybody's going to follow me because again, that is not the truth. The way we don't like everyone and we don't agree with everyone, everybody's not going to agree with us. And if you just understand that, I think life is so simple. And as you said, as long as I can serve the people that are right there in front of me. Yeah that let that radius keep increasing on its own rather than me, you know, leaving the people who are right there in front of me and going in search of those who are not there. So definitely. Right. So Michelle, what is your one message to our audience today? My one message to your, to your audience and to our audience together is be honest with yourself. Really understand what's here in front of you appreciate yourself, good, bad, and the ugly. Because once you're honest with yourself, confidence is gonna radiate out of you. The moment confidence stops is because dishonesty was there. So get in the habit of being honest with your thoughts, with your actions, and your words. And forget about people-pleasing. Focus on yourself. It starts with you, and it also ends with you. So who are you being today? Thank you. So true. So true. I, I just don't have anything to add there, Michelle. You said it so beautifully. And it is so apt, especially in times like now where it's so important yeah. to figure out who am I? What am I yeah. doing? Because uh, I think this time has been a greatest reminder of, you know, as we say, akele hi to ho, akele hi jaoge. you can't take anything. You can't do anything. Nothing is in your control. So what are we looking for? And what is your soul, you know, really searching for? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for again, amazing, amazing, amazing talk. Before I ask you my favorite last question, I want to ask yes. you, is there anything that you want to say add before I jump into that one? Yeah, absolutely. You asked a question, a really important question. Who am I? I'm actually going to bounce that off and say who I am. Why would you need to question your identity? Your identity is who you are. So it's going to be who I am is, not who am I. That's the only thing I have to say about that because that is what I am working on personally. It's Absolutely. focusing on who I am, putting my stake in the ground, not approving to the world, not showing up. I am just being myself. And that's where opportunities like you walk into my life. I so love 
that. Thank you. Who I am. I think I'm going to change that as well. Uh, because I think at times even I say, who am I rather than who I am. So thank you. That was a very beautiful reminder, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And now my favorite question. Yes. What do you want your legacy to be? How do you want to be remembered as? It's a really good question. I want to be remembered as the person that went after her dreams despite the odds being against her. I want to be remembered as that person that did it and did it with her might and did it, gave it her all despite of the consequences, despite of the ups and downs. I did my level best and the world gets to have that as a gift. Because if I didn't do my level best, the world would not receive any of it. So, so that's true. I love, love, love what you're saying, Michelle. I think our conversations can go on for hours. So guys, for now, I'm, I, I think I'll bring Michelle one more time so that, you know, we can have more conversations with her. However, for today, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Michelle, for showing up, giving us your time and just being who you are because you are amazing. And every time I think we have spoken, we, we, we have said that to each other that, you know, we feel more connected than ever. We feel, it feels like we know each other and guys, we haven't met yet. We're supposed to meet physically when the time allows us to do so. But thank you. Thank you, Michelle, for being here today. Thank you so much for being here. It's been my utmost pleasure and honor. And guess what, guys? It's the first time me and her have actually done a call where we're both physically <laughs> seeing each other. Usually it's over a phone. So this is the first time we're actually physically seeing each other in person. So you're the real deal. People are blessed to know you and to be, to be uh, following you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And guys, this was Michelle for you. I will see you soon, but until then, remember, we all are born abundant. All we need to do is just claim that abundance one step at a time. Thank you, guys. Take care, and I will see you very, very, very soon.